Christmas. What is Christmas like for you? How are you thinking about Christmas this year? Because if we're honest, we know that Christmas time is filled with emotion, right? There's expectations and there's plans and there's things that have happened in the past. There's things that we're worried about tonight and tomorrow. There's stuff that we don't know, you know how it's going to go in the future. There's all kinds of emotions that surround Christmas, right? And so there's joy and there's pain and there's hope and there's frustration. And so tonight... I hope that we can kind of gather together around Bethlehem and take in the sounds of Christmas Eve. And the question is, what sounds should we hear and experience together? What does God want us to know? What does he want us to feel and experience tonight? So as you listen, you can hear music. You can hear a soundtrack And I think that's important for us tonight because as we enter this story, as we go to Bethlehem, Christmas Eve should remind us that there is a score, there is a soundtrack behind the story. This night when we come to celebrate the birth of Jesus, there's a lot going on behind it. Now in a movie, we know what a score is, right? In a movie, there's music throughout the movie and it's designed to strengthen the emotional content of the film, right? But God cares about what we know, and he cares about our emotions as well. And so this biblical story tonight should take us someplace. It should move us. And hopefully tonight we can leave this place as we go to our gatherings, as we go to whatever activities we have happening We can feel a sense of joy, maybe a renewed peace, maybe uh, a sense that God truly is present in my life. Well, let's go to the text one more time. And as we enter it, the shepherds, I mean, they're out in the field. I'm not going to reread the text, but I want to pay attention to the shepherds. They're out in their fields, keeping watch of their sheep. That night. It was an ordinary night. Isn't it beautiful? And this is the, the view that they had. And as night began to fall, there they were in a common place. Listen to this text as you think about the shepherd's experience. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today, in the town town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts, all these angels appeared, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. And that's the verse that I want us to think about tonight. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. I mean, what should we, what should this verse mean to us? What should we know about it? What should we experience as we think about it and allow it to set in? Well, I think the first thing that we need to do as we look to the shepherds is this was a mind-blowing night for them. 
Because here they are, they're on the fields, they're doing their normal daily job. They're with their sheep. They're taking care of their flock. There's nothing that they're expecting. They certainly weren't thinking that an angel or some kind of visitation would happen. So God obviously got their attention. How did he do that? An angel shows up in their fields. Now think about this for a moment. I mean, this is not something that you and I would expect. It's certainly not something that they would expect. And all of a sudden, an angel appears to them and gives them a message. Now, how do they receive it? Well, the first thing they do is they fall to the ground terrified. That's always the human response when an angel comes. Now, the funny thing is, you know, I don't know about you, but I don't think that much about angels. What I know of the angels comes from the scriptures, from the Old and the New Testament. But the funny thing is, kids talk about angels like it's not a big deal. And I ran across uh, some, some observations that kids have about angels that I thought I would share with you. Here's what Greg, who's five years old, he said about angels. He said, I only know the names of two angels, Hark and Harold. <laughs> Henry, eight, he says, my guardian angel helps me with math, but he's not much good for science. <laughs> Olive, nine, she says, everybody's got it all wrong. Angels don't wear halos anymore. I forget why, but scientists are working on it. <laughs> Where did she hear that? Jack, six, he says, angels don't eat but they drink milk from holy cows. <laughs> Antonio, he's nine. Uh, here's what he says. All angels are girls because they got to wear dresses and boys won't go for that. And lastly, Reagan, who's 10, says this. I mean, this could be my daughter. It's not. But Reagan says, when an angel gets mad, he takes a deep breath and counts to 10. And when he lets out his breath somewhere, there's a tornado. However you view angels, this was a big deal as the shepherds were confronted face-to-face with supernatural beings who were giving this profound message that God was doing something amazing in Bethlehem. So let's think about it for a moment. What do you notice from this verse? Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. The shepherds received this message And what do you think connects with them first? What's the first thing that you notice? Well, there was nothing going on around them that night. It was a typical night. What do you think they heard? They saw, they could see the stars, and there were all the typical outdoor sounds of night. It was quiet. Now, that's important for us because God visited them through an angel in the quiet of night. And I think that's so important for us on Christmas Eve if, if we're going to grab a hold of this experience and kind of enter in, if our emotions are going to be moved, to know that the first step for us is to know that God wants to meet us in the quiet. Now, um, I have three kids at home. I have a dog. We don't have a whole lot of quiet at our house. So I know there are, there are almost times or movements that we need to make to step away, to find quiet. And Christmas Eve is, 
it's this amazing time for me where I have all these memories, um, not necessarily of all the meals and family stuff that's going on and all activities and going to services and all the you know, fast-paced stuff. It's late at night on Christmas Eve when everything's done and it's quiet. Maybe it's 11 o'clock, maybe it's midnight, maybe it's one. And I can think of a few times where I just sat there looking out the window and I could hear, almost hear the soundtrack of the story as they got quiet. It's like God's voice whispering to us about the importance of this night on Christmas Eve. And just as the shepherds had quiet that night, you and I need to find some quiet, just a moment to take it in, to allow God to connect with us and allow this story to meet us right where we are. Now, the next thing that we uh, experience in the story, there's quiet for the shepherds, but the angel came with a message. So we hear words. We hear an announcement. And it was good news. He said, I bring you good news of great joy that's for all the people, for every person, no matter what their background, no matter where they're from, no matter what their situation, no matter what they're going through, here's a message of hope for everybody. Isn't that incredible? That God wants to meet us where we are. And so as the angel said, this is the good news that God is coming to Bethlehem. He's coming to earth to save us, to heal us, to give us what we don't have. So there were words that the shepherds received that night, and there are words that you and I need to receive as well. And so we think about this this simple verse, glory to God in the highest, just simply means tonight we give thanks to God that Jesus has come. And on earth, there's peace available for all who will believe, for all who will receive it, for all who will take it in. Because you have to know, God is is saying, as you receive it, my favor is on you. And I want to say a couple of things about God's favor, because this is really uh, critical stuff from the text, and it hits us not just in the head, but it hits us emotionally as well. The angel said, peace on earth. You know why there's peace? God says, I'm not angry with you. You see, there is this friction between human beings and God because of our self-centeredness, because of our brokenness, because of the many ways that we turned away from God. And in this moment, God says to the angels, I'm sending my son, Jesus, to repair that relationship so that you in faith can know that I'm not angry Instead, I'm inviting you in, and I want to be close to you. So there's a couple of ideas in this idea of peace to us, to men and women, on whom God's favor rests. This idea of favor, God's favor, a couple of things that I want um, us to take away. The first is this. It's God's pleasure 
to come and meet us. It was his pleasure to come that night as Jesus came into the world in the humble form of human flesh as he became a human being to bring life and salvation to us. It was God's pleasure to send his son into the world. Now this word of favor is, really has to do with God's benevolence, his goodwill toward us. It means God extends his goodness to us. And we get to receive it. There's something even better and deeper than that. This idea of favor, there's another word used, which really means God's grace to us. It's his gift to come and to meet us right where we are. He met the shepherds. I mean, nobody expected God would show up to shepherds. But God comes here and he meets us tonight to remind us of this incredible news that Jesus has come for all who receive him. We don't earn it. We don't, um, we don't say, okay, God, I've done all these things, so now I can take your favor. It's the free gift of God where he says, just come. Meet me. And I promise to move your heart. And that's really what tonight is about, is that um, life's not easy. We all have difficult Uh, experiences that we're going through. But tonight is about God extending himself toward us to share his grace with us in Christ so that we might be changed, so we might be moved to know the hope and the joy and the purpose that comes as we gather around Christ. I mean, that's why the angels sang that night. That's why we sing tonight. Because when we uh, just sit on it, when we think about what God has done in bringing Jesus into the world, there's joy there. We want to express something. And we're going to have an opportunity to do that again here in a moment. And so I want to leave you with this tonight. In your moments this evening, tomorrow, as you have some space over the next few days, find some quiet. Listen for the soundtrack. Listen for God's whispering soft voice of his love for you in Christ and receive that grace. It's not a grace that we receive once. We receive it over and over and over and over again. God wants to meet you this Christmas. And for you to have a renewed sense of hope and joy. Pray with me, please.